Okay, so Vesiyat HaDashmaya, we're going to jump back into our Limud of Lukut Maran, of Sicha Saran rather. Been learning a lot of Lukut Maran with Chavar lately, um, Baruch Hashem. But we are going to be learning Sicha Saran, and we're also going to be learning some teachings from Lukut Maran that are going to enable us to learn this piece from Sicha Saran properly. The internet where I am is not great, to be honest. It should be better, but it's having some problems. And that's Yerushalayim for you. And so we might have to switch to a different option, but we'll try. We'll try with Hashem's help. Okay, so without further ado, let's jump in. I'm going to share my screen. And here we can see Sicha Saran Nun Aleph. We've had a bunch of Shiram already. And of course, as usual, we have the Siyat Rishmaya of learning a, a Torah that's Shaykh, that's relevant to the time of year where we are. And that's happened throughout the series from the beginning where we were learning Purim stuff around Purim and Rosh Hashanah stuff about Rosh Hashanah. And here also, like we've mentioned a number of times already, this Sicha was told over by the Rebbe Shavuos night. And so obviously it has what to do with Shavuos, our coming up to Shavuos, our ability to prepare for Shavuos is very much bound with all the lessons and all the teachings that Rabbeinu HaKadosh V'Hanayra, Rabbi Nachman Menfega is giving over in this particular teaching from Sicha Saran. And so we're going to go a little bit further. We had two pieces from Lukuti Alachas that we didn't finish, but it was, I felt that it was a little bit repetitive in nature, and I just I wanted to keep the freshness. And so I and Shum, happy to send you the notes if you want to look at those pieces on your own. But for now, we're going to go a little bit further in this teaching, Sichun and Aleph, with the help of the Master of the World and in the Schus of all of us getting together and um, in the Schus of the Tzaddik. So Rabbi Nachman continues, and he says, The world says, and this is the world that Rabbi Nachman had made reference to two sentences earlier when he said, Don't allow this world to fool you, to lead you astray. And so, Rabbi Nachman again mentions, The world says, Don't need to seek greatness, bigness. You can just settle. You can just suffice with what you have and what your circumstances are and sort of make do with that and be the best you that you can be within the set of spiritual circumstances that you find yourself in. Rabbi Nachman says, no, it's not enough. It's not enough to simply suffice. Just one second. It's not enough to simply suffice with the, the circumstances that you have because you're only in this world for one time, hopefully, right? But at least in this consciousness. And we want to be mesakin. We want to make tikkunim. And we want to grab hold of the lechatchila of what it is to be a Jew and the extent possible of really appreciating the Torah, Kedosha, Yiddishkeit, Torah, Mitzvahs, Consciousness, Moichin. Says Rabbi Nachman, we got to spend a lot of time seeking godliness. And the way in which that manifests as a specific circumstance is Levake, Shulachapes, Acharat, Sadik, Hagodl, Biyoyser, Dafka. A person needs to go ahead and to seek the biggest, biggest tzaddik, the greatest tzaddik, dafka. And not to suffice with the Rebbe that one has, which might be wonderful. And there's things that the Rebbe can give you that a tzaddik maybe can't give you in the way of more personal advice, direct advice, and so on and so forth. Obviously, it's best if that 
Rebbe could also be connected to the Mayach of the Tzaddik HaYoyser Gadol, but there are different elements to a person's own personal family rub, right? People didn't go to, hopefully, to Rav Chaim Kanievsky's Hatzal for the same things that they needed really to go to their community rav who understood the circumstance and understood the nature of their marital relationship and the nature of the children and the nature of the community and the schools and other elements practically speaking that were necessary to really understand what the proper guidance needed to be. But says the tzaddik that when it comes to spiritual striving, when it comes to spiritual vistas, to know what's possible. For that, says the Rebbe, you need to search for the greatest, greatest tzaddik. And the same way that a tzaddik may not be able to give you more specific advice in a practical sense, at least on a this-worldly level with that Ruch HaKodesh and everything else, but on a, on a classical level, and you need the mayor, so to speak, to do something different than the president, right? The, the, the shul rav can't give me what the tzaddik hagadol biyoser dafko, the greatest, greatest tzaddik, who's different not by virtue necessarily of the way that he spends his time, but on an ashama level, the infusion of spirituality coming down through this particular tzaddik is something that's going to be able to lift you up in a way that is simply not possible otherwise. To try to seek this tzaddik. And not to suffice with just, you know, the Yiddish kind of wherever we are, but to have she'ifas, to believe that there's more out there. There's got to be more out there. And to be a mavakesh, to be a mavakesh emes, means to constantly be seeking the aleph with which the word emes begins, aleph, mem, tough, wherever we are along the levels of the Aleph base, to keep on being Sho'ef, to keep on having a feeling of being lifted up, striving toward the Aleph. That's what it means to be a Mevakesh Emes, to be Mevakesh, the greatest possible framework that's going to enable us to truly soar. And this is already brought in the Svarim Akdoshim of other tzaddikim, of Rabbi Nachman, particularly which we're going to learn, Be'ez Rashem inside. Shet tzarech l'chapez davka, or daika, achar atzadik v'harebi hagadol b'yoyser. That we need to go ahead and seek out the greatest, greatest tzaddik, the tzaddik hadar, whose distinction is able to be experienced. It's not something where you have a sort of, you know, my rub's beard is longer than your rub's beard or is wider than your tzaddik's beard. It's not such, such a thing. It means to say sample, sample, go around and to try to taste from this tyrant and from that tyrant and the other tyrant. And every person has their own sharish neshama and all the tzaddikim have a sharish neshama. They're all mushrush in what we refer to as the tzaddikei yechide hadayris certain extraordinary souls that came down to, the, to, the, to, to their generation and to their generational era to change things, to transform the way that Yiddishkeit was experienced before whom or after whom rather nothing would ever be the same. But I'll call upon him to experience and you'll know, you'll know when you encounter something that touches a place within you on a spiritual level 
that on a qualitative level inspires your mind to brand new areas of spiritual exploration. At that level, a person knows, okay, this is the tzaddik ha-gadol b'yoyser. And within the getting close to that tzaddik, there's weiter seeking and searching deeper and deeper to constantly be mechapes the tzaddik, to constantly seek to get to know the tzaddik better and better, deeper and deeper, to delve deeper into his Torah, to delve deeper into his etzahs, right? Specifically in the case of Rabbi Nachman of Breslov, to delve deeper into the stories, to become enveloped with the Rebbe's Torahs as the Rebbe, our Rebbe, the tzaddik, whose Torah we're learning from now, who's teaching us this, and so obviously he has what to do with it. That goes without saying, obviously. But the tzaddik spoke so much about his Torah and what it's able to do to the Jewish mind. It gives a person a moyach gadol and the omik of the stories and the sweetness as we're going to learn about the tzaddik's ability to take the most tremendous perceptions on a spiritual level and be malbish them and clothe them in such a way that they become relevant to us on a story level, on a Torah level to seek the tzaddik ha-gadol b'yoyser dafka. That's part one. Part two, we're going to get back to Be'ez Hashem. But let's jump into Lukutim Aran Lamid, where Ibn Nachman speaks about this, and the Tzadik goes ahead and spells this out in a more specific way. Says the perceptions of godliness, the expansion of the human mind to be able to explore deeper levels of reality, deeper levels of the Torah, which is the fabric of reality, deeper levels of understanding his or her soul and the root soul that all of us share, Knesset Yisrael, deeper hasagas in who HaKadosh Baruch Hu is. Hasagas alikus. To be able to perceive godliness, it's impossible to truly be able to attain those kinds of deep, deep, deep understandings without a tremendous amount of constriction. From a higher level and then to a lower level and from that lower level further down and so on and so forth until we're able to grasp it with our human minds. From what Rabbi Nachman refers to as Seichel Elyon, which is the idea as it stands, to become enclosed within what's referred to as Seichel Tachtoin, which is a lower level and something that's graspable on the human functionality or to the human functionality. And he says, This is what we see. That it's impossible to truly grasp the greatest seichel, the highest level of intellect. Without it being enclosed in a lower level, in a level that's more relatable, in a level that's more possible for the human mind to be able to grasp. And the Rebbe says, simple mashal. Here he's, he, he himself gives a mashal for, for giving mashal, right? K'moy hamalamid. Like the Melamed, one who teaches. When he wants to go ahead and explain a very, very deep idea, a broad idea to the student, 
He needs to give what we refer to as a mashal, a parable, and able to, to, in order to enable this idea to settle within the mind of the student, who's not able to grasp the idea as it is, but will be able to understand it by virtue of mishalim, by virtue of parables. So that the student will be able to grasp it. First he gives him hakdamas. And he's going to give him first. You have to know where to start. In order to build up to that grand idea, it's not going to work if I just jump, throw you in the deep end. We have to start from the beginning and build up level to level to level and build up the foundational hasagas and perceptions that are necessary in order for that grand idea to make its explosive impact which is natural to the person that already has the base levels of, of hakdamas. In order to then deliver the grand hasaga, the grand understanding, or the chiddush, which is a much higher, higher level. So says the Rebbe, where are we going to get this? All of us have the Indian of seichel tachtun. And so many of us, I'm sure not on this particular shir, but, but so many of us, Yidin, certainly the whole world, but we remain our whole lives on the level of Seichel Katan V'tachtan. This is all there is. We become convinced, like we said before. This is, these are my circumstances. This is the nature of my experience. And this is my shul. And this is what learning is. And this is what davening is. And this is what lighting Shabbos neighbors are, or is. And this is what wearing tzitzis is and tefillin and Shabbos, and Yantiv, and Shavuos, and this is what these things are, and that's just the way that it is. But if a Jew is informed that there are myriad levels, and levels, and levels, and levels, not just of understanding, and this is a, this is a key point, not just levels of understanding where it's like, okay, so first I learned Pshat, and then I'm learning Remez, and then I'm learning Drush, and maybe I could learn a different Pshat in, in this Pasuk or in this Brachan Shemana Esrei, and it's essentially the same Shemana Esrei, but, it's, you know, but now I have like another Pshat, and this is how we move throughout our lives where we go from level to level to level, but in a linear sense, in a direct sense, in a length sense. It's not just that. But a Jew becomes informed hopefully, at a certain point along the journey, that entirely different perceptions of Yiddishkeit are available. Where it's not just that it's the same Shemana Esrei, but I understand the brach on a deeper level. Or that it's the same Shabbos, but maybe I, I learned a new nigan to sing by the Shabbos table. Or I have another Dvar Torah that I didn't already say in the last five years. It's that Shabbos itself becomes something else. It's, it's, it's mamish, the distinction between the Shabbos that used to be and the Shabbos that is, is greater in a certain sense than the distinction between Shabbos and no Shabbos. Because it's mamish, a new Shabbos. It's mamish, something else. Something completely and entirely different. And that's where a lot of Hebra sort of make the mistake around what Hasidus is and why it's necessary. A lot of people think that, you know, it's just like everything else, right? So it's as if, you, you know, it's a mashal that we've given recently. I'm not sure if on the shear, but we'll use it again. You know, again, Seichel Elian to Seichel Tachten, right? On a simple level, a person has a phone 
and they have a bunch of different apps on the phone. And so Chassidus would be another app. And the question is, well, do we need it, right? Is, you know, do, do, do we require the functionality that Chassidus app is lending to our phone? But that's mamish missing the boat of what Chassidus is. <laughs> entirely, entirely. It's not that you open Svasemes, you know, once a month to get some Torah to be able to say over by the Shabbos Suda. That's not what it is. It's not another app on the phone. Chasidus is completely and entirely stripping the phone of its operating system and installing a new operating system through which all of the other existing apps begin to function in an entirely different manner, on a different level, with a different level of speed and a different level, and you can develop the muscle with a different level of clarity and a different level of, of, of functionality and usability if that's a word. So that's what we're speaking about here. The Rebbe and the Malamed Hagun that he's going to speak about in a minute. But a person who realizes that there's a tzaddik in the world, a Kaddish Baruch who put tzaddikim gedoylem adlam to take yidin and to turn them into yidin plus. Like mamish in such a way that it's yoimam valayla, a person that's makusher to these tzaddik or these tzaddikim and a person that's not makusher, even though they're both fine Jews and they both get olamaba, but it's mamish a different operating system, bichlal. It's not just, you know, a different set of apps. And do you need this app or don't you need this app? And, and, and you know, again, you know, like what, what's the nature of your Shabbos and what's the nature of davening and learning? It's mamish a different, like we always use this word, consciousness, a different consciousness it's a different os you see everything through different eyes through a different lens you approach it differently and so this is this is big news this is big big news when a person starts to become aware of this wait a second i can be more than i am i can plug into yiddishkeit on a deeper level than even those who i aspire to be like within this level of functionality there's got to be something else. And a person is told that there is this capacity to mamish become a different kind of Yid with a different kind of Hashem, so to speak, a different perception of Hashem, with a different kind of mitzvahs and a different kind of limanat and a different kind of tefillah. So all of a sudden we open up an avenue in the person's life that mamish is infinite, infinite adin sof. And all of a sudden, Yiddishkeit is not just something we do, but it becomes clear to us that this is the most urgent, pressing matter of our lives on a daily level, on a weekly level, on a yearly level, on a decades level, on a life level, and then beyond this life, both in previous Gilgulim and beyond in Olam Haba. This is the most important thing. Shouldn't we invest in it? Shouldn't we throw ourselves into it, to be mechapes, not mediocrity, but to be mechapes godless, the greatest godless sheyesh? Doesn't that make sense? Isn't that logical? And so this is the first step. A person has to become aware there is something else. And it might sound radical, and it might sound silly. And to the people that are not in this hasaga, it sounds maybe even heretical. Like, what, what, are you, what are you even saying? but to the mevakesh emes, to the person that has a heart and mind open, that genuinely wants to grow close to Hashem and take seriously another Jew's plea and another Jew's cry, will open him or herself up and their hearts and their minds to say, listen, let's check it out. 
Let's see. Let's, let's, let's investigate the claim. And it is a claim, Baruch Hashem, of a great many of us. On this year, and a great many of us, Bechlal, in the, in, in the non-Hasidish community, people that are discovering, Mamash, the deepest, deepest, deepest depth of our Torah that was revealed to Rabbi Yisrael Baal Shem Tev, and all the Tzai, the Magad of Mizurich, and the Balatanya, and the Likud, and the Berdichver, and the Magad of Kajnitz, and, 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 and the Chayzim of Lublin, and all, the Rebbe Meilich, and Rebbe Abzusha, all the Tzadikim, Rabbi Nachman, Ben Fego, is Bechlal something else, right? It, it, it means to say that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us something. And those of us that have been privileged to connect to it understand that it's not another app. It's not another piece of furniture to use another muscle, another seichel atachtun in our dining room where, you know, we have a couch and we have a dining room table and chairs. And then like the question is, you know, do we need another fill in the blank? Right? Do we need another uh, couch? Because we already have one. Right? And that would be chasidus, and it's just a question of like, do we need it or don't we need it? But to those of us that have been zeichet to taste the seichel elyon, to those of us that have been able to upgrade our Yiddishkeit in a way that's almost inexpressible, the difference, we know that chasidus is not another piece of furniture. Chasidus is turning on the light in the dining room. It's just a different category. It's bechlal, a different category. That informs all of the pieces of furniture. Because you could already have everything, and it's all beautiful. But if the light is off, you're going to trip over things, you're going to bang your, your foot, and you're going to fall on the floor, and it's just going to be miserable. You're not going to be able to use anything. Chasidus turns on the light. And Kodesh Baruch Hu said, he are, about 300 years ago, and the soul of the Baal Shem Tov came into the world. And so it's something else. So here we're using Seichel Tachtoin, to give over the Seichel Elyon of why it's so important to be Mechapis, the Rebbe, and Melamed, Hagadol, Biyoser. Because we only got one shot, and I'm not willing to just suffice with what I have in my Klein little shtetl over here. You know, wherever that little shtetl may be. And, with, and, and within our generation, I need to seek throughout the generations, particularly in our Dar, where we have access to everything. There's no reason why not to go on a, on a big teal, and not just to suffice. And not to say, this is it. This is my Rebbe. This is my Mesoira. This is my Mahalach. Seek. Be a seeker. Of course, stick within, obviously, the guidance that we're receiving on a Pratiistic level without a question. But don't let that stop you from exploring. Because it's yours. That is your Mesoira. The Mesoira of Yiddishkeit. Of all the tzaddikim throughout the generations who live on our bookshelves, as we've said. Who live online. Who live on our phones. It's all open before us. And to survey the diaries and to open our hearts and realize that Chazal themselves told us first, find that chalik of Torah where your lave is naturally chafetz. Not because somebody convinces you that this is really what you want. No, what's natural, what flows, what attracts you, what lights you up, what fills you with elikus, what fills you with, with, with das, elion. And then hold on to it and don't let go. Because that will carry you to brand new hasagas, to a new consciousness, to a new OS, new operating system. So that it's the same Shabbos and the same Tefillin and the same Tzitzis and the same, all the different mitzvahs, but they're mamish different. They're mamish different. They're mamish different. And so here the Rebbe says again, Everyone needs to seek out such a malamid, such a tzaddik. That what's the function of the tzaddik? 
that the tzaddik can deliver a seichel elyun and, and, and an awesomely elevated and gigantically broad seichel, which is and which are da'inu hasogus elikus, godly perceptions. Where the whole Indian of who Hashem is and what He wanted with this world and where He is in this world becomes increasingly clear because of these teachings. And that's different than a Gemara Rebbe. It's just different. And, and, and not to say anything negative about a Gemara Rebbe. We need that. And it has its place, a very strong place as a means toward the end. But the Torah is broad and the Torah contains, as we always say, Nigla and Nister, Halacha and Agada. And on the agadic level of needing to tap into the spiritual stream that's going to enliven our experience with learning halacha, keeping halacha, trying to break our minds over nigla, we need to seek out the greatest, greatest energy source of all. The greatest Rebbe Gadol Ma'oid Ma'oid. Like the Rebbe says, Kitzarich Lazet, Rebbe Gadol Ma'oid Ma'oid. You need the biggest of the big. Who will be able to go ahead and communicate to you almost unmentionable, unfathomable, ineffable, inexpressible levels of depth in a way that we can grasp it in our minds, even if we're not able to really express, and hopefully we shouldn't be able to, to express what we feel. Like Rabbi Nachman said in the very first teaching in Sichas Ram, which we learned together, Sicha Aleph, Ki Aniyadati Ki Gadol Hashem. A person can't even say it. You can't even tell your friend about it. All you can say is, trust me, I feel it. What you feel, I can't say. But I'm on fire and I'm in love with HaKadosh Baruch And I walk down the street and I have to just tell HaKadosh Baruch every split second, I'm in love with you. I adore you. I'm obsessed with you. To become obsessed with HaKadosh Baruch the tzaddik is able to give over these hasagas in a way that we can grasp it. So that even the simplest yid sits down with a superim isias. And he doesn't know all the oimek, and he doesn't know all the panemias of every single detail and, 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 and what this represents and what that represents. But he sits down with the story of the chacham and the tam, for example, which I can't encourage you highly enough to learn. in these days on Sunday. And in the process of reading the story, life becomes super, super clear. Super clear. And we get the feeling this is not just another mashal like any of the billions of mashal and from all the tzaddikim. This is something, there's something here that's just different. See, Purim it's just different. And a person sits down, to use this example, but it could be true about other tzaddikim. This is the true, this is what I feel is true for me personally. But it, 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 everybody has their own sharish neshama. The only, the only thing that we're pushing here is to, is to seek it, right? is to be a mavakesh, and not to stop until you find it, right? But, but this nakuda of sitting down with a, with a, with a teaching from Lukut and whether we understand every single detail, but 
hopefully if it's given over in a clear enough way, we stand up from the safer and our heart is on fire. Not once because it's a fluke thing that I happened to have sat down and I was on a spiritual high and I was very inspired and maybe it was Yom Kippur by Ne'ilah and I opened the safer very quickly before I started Ne'ilah and I read something so of course it inspired me. I am telling you, Hever, and you know it, you know it already. Many of you I've learned with in person. But there's one particular chabrusa that I'm thinking of, it's Dafka not on this call, but it's true for any of you that I learned with in person and from all of our shiurim. I learned with this Yid Monday morning, we just finished Lakut Imran, Tarn and Beis, and we're in the middle of Lakut Alachas now, and we take it slow and we go deep, deep, we're learning Hilchas Arvis, Gimel. I mamish stand up from there, I, I, I can't even put into words what I feel. I just can't. My heart is mamish on fire. I can't explain, this is how I start my Mondays. Mondays, you know, Mondays. People can't get out of bed Monday. I can't get out of bed quickly enough on Monday. I can't get out of bed soon enough. My heart is engulfed in literal warmth. Mamish warmth. And I walk out of shul and there's one word. I know I use it a lot. It's maybe overused. I just need to say, Ashrenu. <laughs> and I need to daven Tagoras Baruch that every year should feel this. And then, I, and then I spend the rest of my day trying to actualize that prayer and do my ashtadlis to making sure that as many people as possible can have access to this. And that's our responsibility if we feel this. Like I give over to you all the time. I'm not any different than you. And you're not any different from me. We're all regular yidin and we're trying to give over to others what we feel has enriched our lives. And that's our achrayis. You hear a good shir, share it. You see something that, that touched you from this place, from that place, share it today. And I'll say it again, I've said it before, but it's important to remember. It's easier than ever to share. It's so easy. All of us are Rebbes today. If you have a phone and you have contacts on the phone and you have WhatsApp on the phone and you're on a group or you can create a group or you can dream up what you might be able to share and to be mashpia, you can start a group. It's the easiest thing and the, and the, and the zechusim. We don't usually speak on this level, but, but it is true, right? Because we don't care. Who cares about zechusim? That's not why we're serving Hashem for zechusim. But it's true. The zechusim, it's so easy. You post something on your status, you never know who sees it. And Rav Shimon, I think, who's right now, mom is driving along on the, on the derech, over here of, of the class trip with Rabbi Nachman, he's, he's our driver um, in residence. So, so Rabbi Shimon could tell you that Mamish, right? There was one year that one posted a link from LPI or something, what is it, two years ago or something now, and Rabbi Shimon clicked it and that's it. Rabbi Shimon's been with us for two years, twice a week, every single shir kemat. I learn with Rabbi Shimon in person, you know, in person, Halavai, when he's here in Eretz Yisrael, but we learn one-on-one. -on -one. And it's all in the zechus of that one year that posted a link one time. It's a, it's a pellet. And I'm not talking about Rav Shimon's, you know, the schus of Rav Shimon's. I'm talking about what I gained from it, right? And the relationship that, we, that I gained and that we gained together in exploring the Torah of the Tzaddik. It's all in this Yid Zuchus. It's a pella. What did he do? He moved his thumb. He moved his thumb two times. He clicked twice. It's a pella. And so this is something we need to be aware of. Share it. Spread it. There's an achrayis. But going back to why I even went into this area is because of the feeling that I personally have over the tire of this tzaddik. It's something else. I can't explain it to you. It doesn't make logical sense. It doesn't make sense. He was younger than most tzaddikim. He came at the end of time. There were tzaddikim that were, that were in a certain sense, at least on paper, that were bigger than him. But for some reason, this tzaddik on a neshama level was zoiche to the gift of accessing sichlius gedoylis adlim ma'oid, 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 
mala, 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 on a level of emes and pshitas and tmimus and exactness to the point that today in psychology they're now unearthing and discovering everything that Rabbi Nachman already said, that Rabbi Nachman unearthed from within our Torah, that checks on every single level, and to channel it down in the sweetest, simplest, clearest, most exalted way through his Torahs and through his Sichas and through his Sipurimaisias and through his Nigunim and through his poems, Shir Na'im in the beginning of Lukut Imran, and through and through Urbnasim, what Urbnasim is, Vechule, Vechule, it's just something else. And so again, it could be other people have other Shirashim where they feel this, I don't know. But I know that this is what works for me and I don't consider myself to be any different than anybody else here. And so there's a good chance that if we devote our time and we take it seriously and we want to be Mavakshay Emes to make it our business to explore this world of Breslov, not just on the level of, you know, okay, the, the, the pamphlets that are printed, it's nice. I mean, Be'iyun, Be'omek Be'iyun. Nothing cliche, nothing gimmicky. You know, all the classics. Rabbi Nachman says to be happy all day. Rabbi Nachman says there's no hope. There's, there, there's no hope. There's always hope. There's no despair. All of this is true. Okay, but, but go past that. Rabbi Nachman said a little bit more than this, right? Maybe the emes, that's all he said, right? And everything else is a peerish. Okay, but we have to delve into it, mamish. There's so much to learn. There's so little time. And there's so much accessible. And so that's where Rabbi Nachman says, don't suffice with what you have. I'm sure everybody's Rosh Hashiva here is a Gavalt. I'm sure he is. And I'm sure that all the G'dayli Adar in our generation and previous generations are Kaddish V'noira and, and Mamish Kaddish Elyon. I know that that's true. But that Riyah Kaddish already revealed to Rechaim Vital that every generation has one Sadiq that's a Nitzitz of a tzaddik from way, way earlier. Every tzaddik has the tzaddik yisoyed oilam. The Gemara already tells us about this in a number of places. Tzaddik echad, amud echad yesh ba'oilam, v'tzaddik shemoy, kol oilam kulay, lenivra elabit seves lazeh. Mamish, everything revolves around this one tzaddik. And so it behooves us to be mechapis, that tzaddik, to search for that tzaddik, not to let go and not to allow any obstacle get in our way from discovering an MS that can radically improve our lives on every level, spiritually, intellectually, physically, emotionally, because physical is bound on the emotional level. And Bechlal turn us into people that are beacons of godliness. And so that's very important. So that's what the Rebbe is saying over here. And believe it or not, says the Rebbe, it's mivur like this. Because the more that a person is small and far from Hashem and struggling and limited, he needs the biggest Rebbe of all. Which is counterintuitive because you'd think, okay, you know, he's so, he's, his is so, so far that all he needs is like the smallest dibor from, from, you know, whatever it is on the most pshat level and, you know, one pasuk and, and that's it, you know. And, and you'll turn him on to Yiddishkeit, right? Because that's, he was so far, he had nothing, so you just give him a little drop. Says the Rebbe, no, it doesn't work like this. The further a person is, the further the generations are, Yeridas Hadaris, at least on a certain level, he needs the Rebbe Gadol B'yoyser, the greatest neshama of all time, the greatest gilui of Torah that was ever, ever brought into the world, Mamish the highest. 
when we find this, we're on such a small madriga. When Am Yisrael were in Mitzrayim, they were sunk down to the deepest, deepest levels of Tuma, where the Tzadikim say that today we've trend, we, we've surpassed that, and now we're Mamish in Nun Shari Tuma. Over there we were in the 59th, and over here we're Mamish in the deepest, deepest pit, and we need the deepest Giloi to pull us out. So you would think that maybe the Yidin of Mitzrayim needed, you know, some, some, you know, rabbi from a local community shul, and that would have been enough because they were so desperate. But he says, no. They needed Moshe. And all the really great tzaddikim that we refer to as the Yechidei Hadairas, they are all Moshe Rabbeinu. Like the Pasuk says, what was will again be. The Rosh Hashanah of Masha Hayahu is Moshe. Moshe Rabbeinu's neshama is split into a number of chalakim. The nefesh of Moshe, the ruach of Moshe, the neshama of Moshe, the chai of Moshe, the yechid of Moshe. And those chalakim again emerge within different tzaddikim throughout history to deliver deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper levels of Torah and deeper levels of experience. And so everybody knows that Rav Shimon Bar-Yechai is a Nitzah to Moshe Rabbeinu, Lesman the Pollock. Everybody knows that. Because Moshe Rabbeinu delivered the Nigla of Tyra, and Rajbi delivered the Nister of Tyra. And then throughout history, there were Tzadikim, like we described before, after whom nothing would be the same, nothing. Whose Tyra would rip throughout Am Yisrael and change things, first subtly and then on a more overt level. And this is what you find. There were certain tzaddikim that just were game changers. Nothing before had been said like what they revealed. And nothing afterwards came close. It was just something else. Something else. In a different category, in a different league. Rabbi's Banois Asu Chayel, the Medrash says, is a reference to Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, and to the Avos. But then Va'at Alis Al Kulana. But then there's a level of the tzaddik that's Va'at Alis Al Kulana, says the Medrash. The Moshe. Moshe Rabbeinu is at Allah's al-Kulana. Is that being disrespectful to the Avis HaKadoshim? Chas v'shalom. Rabbi's banos asukha. We have no asaga in the Avis HaKadoshim. But there are different tafkidim. There are different jobs and different tasks that different gedolim have. And this one neshama, this transgenerational neshama, which we've talked about before in our, in our Lakut Amran Tairis, keeps on showing up in a way of at allis al kulana to take a rise to the highest place and to bring down the deepest hasagas in the clearest, most down to earth, practical avoda eitza giluyim kind of way to change Yiddishkeit forever. Kikol mashu katana because the Rebbe says the more small someone may be and the more distant he may be, tsarach malamid gadal He needs the greatest Rebbe, shia uman kazeh. Uman, right? Shia halavai. I bless us all, Be'ez Hashem, we should be zaycha to be there this Rosh Hashanah and an even bigger brachas that we should be all in Yerushalayim together with the Rebbe, Be'ez Hashem, and all the tzaddikin adairis, and all the tzaddikin. But she uman kazeh that this tzaddik should be such a craftsman. She yuchalahal b'seichel elyon kazeh. It's a craft. It's a very very deep craft. You get the, the feeling when you're learning lekut demaran properly that the rebbe is an architect. He's mamish building buildings, but they're not physical buildings. They're buildings in 
Hasaga. First laying one foundation and building on top of that. And then another connection, like Ranasan describes in Akdama to Lukutamran. And then, oh, there's a window in this room, and that leads to another room. And this room has two windows. And each of those windows lead to another rooms, and then a hall, and then a staircase. And before you know it, the Rebbe built a gigantic palace of Hasagasalukus, to which nothing is comparable. Kaleidoscopic Hasagas that are just different. They're just different. Mamish different. Not of the same category of other kinds of Tyra. Something else. Mamish something else. So you should be a craftsman. To be able to increase our perception in a Kaddish Baruch and perception in the Chilak al that we have within and perception in the Tyra that's supposed to bring us close to our Kaddish Baruch and serve as the interface where we can achieve Dvekas with Hashem. To the most distant, distant person. And of, of course, the Rebbe uses a mashal here uh, uh, again. Because the sicker the patient, he needs the greatest, greatest doctor. And that's what the tzaddik is. He's a doctor. Mamish a doctor. A soul doctor. And what you get from the mechanic is not going to help for, for, for an illness. And what you get at college is not going to help for your illness. There's two different things. On the one hand, we need education, and that's beautiful. So there's so many different shirim to help us get educated in all the different areas of Torah. But then there's the area of Torah that Chazal say, There's an element of refua, of a samchayim. And for that, you need the pharmacy of Torah. For that, you, for that, you need a different kind of message and a different level of revelation that's able to heal what we feel inside is unable to be taken care of in all the different shops and all the different services that the Torah may offer. There's something different. There's something broader. There's something deeper that's going to be able to speak directly to what I'm struggling with and to recontextualize and to, and to gift me with a new way of looking at things, to reframe what this thing is called Yiddishkeit, to reframe what this thing is called the Yitzhahara, to reframe what challenges are, what Amuna is, who HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, what the Torah is, what Yiddishkeit is, what history History is, what Eretz Yisrael is, what Sadiqim are, what Yerushalayim is, v'chule, v'chule. For that I need medicine, I need a roife, I need a doctor. And if I'm so, so sick, because I'm so struggling and I'm so challenged, and it's not working for me to continue to put myself through college, kibiyachal, in that level of Torah, it's just not doing it for me. And it's making my life more miserable, and it's making me more confused, and I don't feel anything. Give me hergish, give me regesh. HaKadosh Baruch Hu built a pharmacy into the Torah and that pharmacy is called Agada. And the tzaddikim that are working through Agadahs of Torah to demonstrate the Panemius foundations and then to show how the Panemius is able to turn into the simple halachas as well on every level. That's the place where we get healed. Because Karav Hashem L'Nishbari Lev HaKadosh Baruch Hu is close to those who are broken-hearted and there's an area of Torah that speaks to the heart. And Chazal say, if a person wants to learn the Torah of the heart that's related to Tefillah, because Tefillah is Havayda Shabalev, that's related to Dveikus, to Emunah, which, both of which are synonymous with Tefillah because Tefillah means to become bound to Hashem and the synonym of Emunah 
as translated by the Targum Unculus on the words by Yod of Emunah, that Moshe Rabbeinu's hands were Emunah, says the Targum, they were spread in prayer, so prayer is Emunah. And prayer is lave, is heart. There's an area of Torah for that, and it's called Agada. Because Chazal say that Agada is called this title because it's Nogad the lave. It draws the heart. And it's able to fill our heart with something our mind could never, ever, ever heal. A different kind of medicine, a different kind of awareness, a different kind of comfort. It's just something else. And to ignore an entire chilek of Torah, to belittle its influence, is very, very detrimental to the balance and the health that's necessary in order for our nation to thrive. Incredibly dangerous incredibly unbalanced and listed to one end. And we develop a consciousness that's very limited. And we develop a perspective on different things, different issues that arise, different areas of life that's extremely, extremely shallow, that's extremely limited. Instead of being able to see things on a deeper level and then to channel that through the realism of this world, which is what halacha is supposed to do, it grounds us. But by the same token, that shouldn't prevent us from being aware of the deeper and the inner dimension. That's going to play a role in how we educate. It's going to play a role in how we parent. It's going to play a role in how we perceive our position vis-a-vis -vis our spouse and what it means to be a husband, what it means to be a wife. That's going to change the relationship that we have with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, not in a quantitative level where here's another thing and here's another avoida and here's another minog that you can take on and here's another, you know, no. On a qualitative level, like we said, it's, it's scraping, scraping, scraping the entire hardware and installing a new operating system. Bechlal, bechlal. It's just something else. We need a Torah that's going to heal us. We need a Torah that's eitz chayim he, that's mamish filled with life. A Torah we can hold on to. When we find ourselves, believe yam, in the deepest part of the ocean, sinking, mamish sinking. And we need something to hold on to. We need something to provide us clarity. And for that, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us Agada, and He gave us Sadiqim that are revealing and using Agada and the Mishalim of Chazal and the Mamarim of Chazal to transmit to us the deepest perceptions of Elokus. So the, the sicker the patient, the greater the surgeon we need. al Cain, therefore, Ein Laha Adam Loimar, let a person not say, eh, what is it? What, what's this whole hakarai? What's the big deal? Let me just go ahead and find a nice good Jew and I'll, and I'll sit with him and he'll teach me and we'll, you know, we'll have Kiddush together and eat herring together on Shabbos day and he'll be the Rav and I'll be the congregant. What's the big deal? Why not? Why not? Even though we know and everybody knows he's not the Tzadik Hadar, but who cares? This is who I'm connected with. If I would be like him, that would be enough for me. Says the Rebbe, no, no, that's a big mistake. That's a big mistake. Because today in our generation, more so than ever, we have access today to everything. Mamash to everything. And today, I don't know of any person that says, listen, I have my family physician, and if I have something going on in the family, I'll go to him, and what he says, that, that, you know, that's, that's what we'll do. There's not one person in the right mind who's not, first of all, we probably shouldn't, but we're Google searching every ailment that comes up, and you know, most of them tell us that we're terminally sick. That's, that's another thing, right? But who doesn't go for a second opinion today? 
Who doesn't go for a second opinion? Who suffices on any level with what the local person tells you? You want to know what's the standard? What's the world saying? What are other opinions? Today, there's so many sources of MS and we try to go ahead and to be malakit from all of them in order to basically get perspective on what the truth might be. But when it comes to Yiddishkeit, we just settle because it doesn't really mean that much to us and we don't consider it to be the foundation of living. And so it's okay, you know, Yodzegeven, Yodzezan. Says the Rebbe, no. Al Yoimar Kane, don't make that mistake. Ki Adaraba, the opposite is true. If a person taka knows that he's far, and this is already a madrega, one of the greatest hasagas that the tzaddik gives a person is how lowly we are in relation to what's possible. But most of us never have access to what's possible, and so we just, you know, we don't even know like how how much of a joke it is the Yiddish kite that we're, you know, living in terms of what's expected of us. And again, each of us on our level, and we're all trying, and we're gonna get schar, and, and it's all beautiful, and Kodesh Baruch has real from every little thing. It's, it's not to say that it's nothing, chas v'shalom. But if we don't have access to that giloy, so then it's already a madrega to know that mamish, we need help. That's already a madrega, that's already a hasaga. But if a person does feel that way, the Gogdil Rihuka feels so distant. That I know for myself how distant I am from living a life where Akadosh Baruch was Murgash, where he's felt and he could be perceived and experienced, and to taka live with Hashem, and not just to lip service Amuna, but to have Amuna. And not just, you know, in moments where, okay, I am Mammon and Hashem, but that that Amuna is the baseline operating system that impacts every single decision, that impacts every single reaction, that impacts every single thing we say, to whom we say it, about what. That mama shifts the entire locus of our lives and places it within Hashem so that everything centers around Him. If we feel this way, that we're so distant and that there's so much more that we can achieve. Every person that knows that this is just not where it's at. There's got to be more to this than this. And because I care about Yiddishkeit, I'm not sufficing. And that's already, again, a big mandrake because plenty of people suffice and plenty of people are fine with it. But they say, no, no, there's more. I know there's got to be more. HaKadosh Baruch Hu came down on Harsinai and gave us the whole entire Torah for more than just this. There's got to be something else. There's got to be something deeper. Such a person needs to realize in that moment, Daika, a person then needs to set out on a lifelong journey oftentimes because it never ends. You get deeper and deeper and deeper into the tzaddik that you find, right? You constantly be mechapes the tzaddik like Rav speaks about even after you found him already. And there was nobody who found his tzaddik, so to speak, more than Rav Nassim, right? Umamash, it was his sharish neshama. He let go of everything he knew until that point. Can you imagine if Rav Nassim would have sufficed with the quote-unquote Messiah that he got without going on a spiritual search? How many tens of thousands of Yidin that Mamish were Yidin because of Rav Nassim's, you know, re- relating Rabbi Nachman's Torah would be completely orphaned of their own souls had Rav Nassim did that. Rav Nassim was a mevakesh 
And it wasn't easy for him. He had to battle terribly. Tremendous, tremendous suffering he experienced, but he did not care because he realized that we're in this world for one reason, one reason only. And that is to try to go ahead and to achieve shleimus by revealing our mal in relation to its dveikus with HaKadosh Baruch Hu through the Torah and the, and the mitzvahs and through all the different avenues of spiritual expression within our holy Torah. Reb Nassim fought for that and we are the beneficiaries of that. Such a person, the biggest soul doctor, the biggest pharmacy there is, who's able to deliver the greatest hasagus of elokus. To this neshama that's revealing these Torahs in the world, that's bringing down the deepest hasagus and the most glorious perceptions and the deepest levels of understanding and health and balance and clarity and guidance and etzus and, 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 and osher. Real wealth, real wealth, real treasures. And I would add on Nakuda here that if the person is the kind of person that feels that they're lacking, they are then shaykh to the greatest tzaddik. That's how they know that they're shaykh. Because to the people that eh, they don't even feel it at all, so it's like, okay, whatever, <laughs> you know, whatever. It's just, it's going to be much harder to be able to really connect to that tzaddik. Because counterintuitively, it's the broken-hearted Jews. It's the Yidin that mamish feel their, and taste their own brokenness. Those Yidin that know that there's got to be something more and that realize how far they are, they are kli, or they are, they are ready vessels. He is such a person as a klimuchan, is a mamish a ready vessel to absorb the light of the greatest, 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 greatest hasagas of elokus that are coming down through the tzaddik. The smaller the person feels, such a person needs to seek the greatest, greatest tzaddik. And that's what the Rebbe says back in Sicha Saran, this Torah that we're learning here. We'll just read it again. The world says, Because they're so busy with the world. So what do we care about Yiddishkeit? Like, forget it. It's just okay. There's life. And, you know, when it comes to a house, nobody settles for like a one-bedroom apartment. Like, who cares? It's just a one-bedroom apartment. It's fine. This is life. No. People are mevakish gedolos begashmias, right? Beruchni it's not so much. Beruchnius, everybody has tainas. Why are you going to Uman? Why are you going to, to Meron Falak Bohemer? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? It's not enough for you to just sit in your base madras and do your thing. And the answer is, is that, what do you mean? My, my neshama needs something so big. It's just, it's yearning for something so broad and so deep and so exalted that's shaykh to me because I'm sick and that's what heals me. It's just what heals me. So Beruchnius, we're mevakish gedolos, we're mevakshe emes. The Ani Oimer says the Rebbe, and I say, should Sarich Dafka Lavakish Gedolos, Lavakish Ulechapes, Acharat Sadik, Hagodol Biyoser Dafka, to seek this out. Don't let go, hold on to it, commit yourself to it, feel it, and forge a relationship with that Sadik. And if it's Rabbi Nachman for you, Matoivu Manoim, it appears to be that way for many, many people. But don't stop searching, sample everything. 
move beyond the boundaries of the circumstantial nature of your position within a, within a specific community or within a certain household and, 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 and realize this is the end of Dairis. This is the end. This is the final generation. We have no time to stick within. No, but this is, what, this is where I come from. This is what we do and this is what we don't do. In the meantime, everybody dies, right? <laughs> it's not like that. It's not like that. If a person desperate, and we all are desperate, and we have to realize that we're mamish desperate, we need to grab onto whatever we can take hold of. We have access to everything. We're the nation of malactim, of synthesizers, and a Kodesh Baruch who implanted within this door, tzaddikim yisoyde oilam, who are able to download into the hardware of our minds and our hearts a new operating system to enable us to engage with a Yiddishkeit that's lichtig, that's vibrant, that's 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 full of life, to live the chayim toivim of pshitas and tmimas and amkus, mamish to live already on the level of Olam Haba, even while in this world. We should be zeichet to it. We should be zeichet to first of all taste our lack. We should be zeichet then to be mevakshim, to believe that such a thing is possible, to find tzaddikim, to find broad perceptions. And once we find it, to hold on it, to never let go. And then to try to spread it to other people. To try to, not, not out of like this like missionizing sort of like, I need everybody to, it's out of Rahmanas because you know what it did for you. And so wouldn't you want to go ahead and to gift that to somebody else? You love another Yid. So you want for them what you've been zochet to. There's no other way and we're all in this together and there are only a few of us. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu is begging our neshamas to do what we can to be Megala the Ar of the Tzaddikim in the world so that other Yidin can similarly draw close and benefit from the light of Mashiach that's already shining in our very generation. So Ashreinu Matayu that we're close to this Tzaddik, that we're learning from his Torah together. Thank you all for joining and HaKadosh Baruch Hu bless us Mamish to seek and to find and to then seek again and to find again and continue on this glorious eternal path of coming close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu through the teachings of the Tzaddikim. B'siyat HaDashmaya with Hashem's help. So thank you all for joining. I appreciate it and I wish everybody the most wonderful rest of your week. Bezer Hashem, we're going to have another Shavuos Shir on Thursday night. Bezer Hashem, unless something comes up, but hopefully it's, uh, it's in the calendar, it's in the schedule. And I look forward to it. So thank you so much for joining. And I hope that you enjoyed as well. And remember to share if, if, it, if it touched you and if you feel that it's something that might be shy to anybody that you think of. That's part of our obligation, Bezer Hashem. Not just my shear, share my shear, don't share my shear. Share whatever moves you from, whatever, from whoever it is, from whichever tzaddik. But that's our achrayas. If something touches you, share it. Share it forward. You never, ever know what kind, of, what kind of impact you can have in a very, very easy way. You never, ever, ever know. Okay, Bezer Hashem. Thank you guys so much again. Wishing you the most wonderful rest of your day, night, and an awesome rest of your week. We'll see you Thursday night. B'siyat v'shmaya. Thank you, Chavra. Thank you so much for joining. Thank you. Thank you. Mamish. Thank you. Recordings.